You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. It is the 26th of April, the 7th of ER, 22nd day in the counting of the Omer, and in Dafyomi it's a Daf 83. 49 degrees outside, mostly sunny here in the New York, New Jersey area, going up to a high of 63 degrees, partly cloudy, and a low tonight of 44 degrees, also partly cloudy in Jerusalem. 77 degrees right now, bright, sunny, and uh, going down to 59 degrees, cloudy tonight. Uh, clear, excuse me, clear tonight, all day and all night long in Jerusalem. Hope uh, hope you all had a good week. Uh, we've heard about the uh, the situation in Nepal with the thousands that were killed in the earthquake. We uh, do not know for sure about the... Um, the hundreds of Israelis that are still unaccounted for, what the situation is there. The Chabad in Nepal has been very busy over the last two days uh, taking care of people and trying to get communications in and out. Uh, we tried to call. We did call earlier today before we started the show to see if we can get to anybody there, but the phones are not working in the area. And uh, if we do make any communication, we'll certainly let you know. And try to get somebody on the air. It is uh, our Safira format here for the next few weeks. We're going to be playing a cappella music this morning. And uh, we'll have morning chizuk at uh, 7.30 and our news from Israel at 8 o'clock. So that's the schedule for this morning. Always a great programming continues throughout the day. And uh, we'll get to the music right away. We're starting off with... Uh, Shall shell us with the Maccabees, uh, a uh, an a cappella version of Laman. So, thanks for joining me, everyone. Don't forget to like us on the Facebook page. We want to get up to 300 likes as soon as we can. We appreciate it very much. And uh, if you have any requests or thoughts, you can send me an email at matis at uh, nachumsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachumsegel.com, or go to our Facebook page, JM Sunday. Here is music. By Shalshalas, right here on JM Sunday. Oh, 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 oh. 
Oh, 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 oh,
כל עוד הנר דולק, אפשר לתקן. כן, זה הזמן לשמוח, ולראות תמיד הטוב. כי אתה נותן בי כוח, ומגשים לי משלות. מגשים לי חלומות ימים טובים של אור. כל רגע טוב שבו אוכל ללמוד, שאם קלקלתי, ודאי הודית כן. כל עוד הנר דולק אפשר להתקרב. אוי 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 אוי. כל עוד הנר דולק, אפשר לתקן.
Show him my 
Akshivo, 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 Toy, Oy, Lekoy, Lekoy, Shabuso. Akshivo, 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 Toy, Oy, Lekoy, Lekoy, Shabuso. Lots of great acapella music here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you as we uh, come upon 7.30. Rabbi Goldwasser in a few seconds. And our news from Israel at 8 o'clock. Uh, we heard uh, from the Y Studs, uh, Shmuel Bugdari, 6.13, Meshurim Choir, and uh, Shalshelas opened up our song segment this morning. Hope everybody's doing well and you had a good Shabbos and a good week. And uh, we continue to monitor the situation in Nepal, where uh, an earthquake yesterday 
has so far reportedly killed over 2,200 people. And uh, as I'm sure many of you know, there are a lot of Israelis that go to uh, that area uh, after, especially after army service. There are a lot that live there. Uh, and uh, at least as of right now, a few hundred are still missing. Chabad has been working tirelessly to uh, communicate uh, between families in Israel and the family members in Nepal to get people together and have opened up their facilities and their satellite phones and, and whatever they could do. So we uh, certainly wish her the best and, uh, and uh, you know, continue to monitor the situation out there. It is time this uh, every uh, Sunday through Thursday for Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Elizech Nishmas Harav Zev, Rav Yosef Halevi. Excuse me, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Svira Saimer. Hagoyen Rav Chaim Shmuel Levitz explains that the Nevi'im, the prophets of Klal Yisrael, attained their lofty position with great work and serious effort in the practice of Avodah Hashem. As a result, they were able to transform their essence and achieve an elevated level of spiritual refinement. However, those that stood on the edge of the Yamsuf immediately after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, they merited the revelation of Hashem in a different way. There wasn't any great personal struggle. There wasn't any great exertion that made them worthy of their vision. For this reason, Hashem waited seven weeks before giving the Jewish nation the Torah. He wanted to allow B'nai Yisrael the needed time to change their essence in order that they could be appropriately prepared to sincerely accept the yoke of Torah. Rabbi Yecheskel Levinson comments that the most remarkable miracle is when an individual can defeat his own temperament. Even the experience of the greatest nisim, the miracles, will not accomplish that which his personal toil can to defeat his own personal habits or expunge his undesirable midos. Rav Chaim Falaji cites the Shalah that Svira Sa'omer is imbued with a spirit of great holiness. It is therefore an especially auspicious time for each of us to inspire our hearts with deep kavana in order that we may ascend the spiritual levels. The Rashash and the Ariyah Kaddush both emphasize the significance of the days of Svira Sa'omer. The Rashash defines this period of time as the core of all the days of the entire year. The way in which we conduct ourselves during this time span will define the days of the rest of the year. And therefore, it's important to be mindful that our Avodah Hashem is precise and correct during these days. The Sefer Oitzra Satora recounts the story of Amaskil who questioned the Maggid of Kelm about his drusha, his speech. He said, I believe in the concepts that you talked about. There is reward and punishment. There's Gan Eden, there's heaven, and there's Gehenna. But if I could see the Gehenna on the table, I would surely listen to your words, and even I would do tshuva, I would repent. The problem is that I only see Olam on the table. I only see this world. I'm only familiar with Gehenna, from your speeches. The Magid then reproached him. He said, Even if I could put Gehenim inside your mouth, you wouldn't do tshuva. Like Chazal tell us, 
even on the doorstep of Gehenim, the evil will not repent. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Amen. 
o'clock in the morning here on JM Sunday. Mata Swinegast with you. It is a nice day outside here in the north New Jersey area, 49 degrees, going up to a high of 63 degrees before dipping down to 44. It's the 26th of April, 7th of ER, 22nd day in the counting of the Omer. It's time for our news from Israel. A lot's going on today. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at jewishpress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. Uh, it's, it's been an, a, a very uh, tense time for parents of 150 Israelis who uh, still have no idea what's going on with their, uh, their loved ones. After a second 6.7 magnitude earthquake rattled the mountains of Nepal early this morning, um, the first 7.9 magnitude quake came on Saturday, yesterday, and between the two earthquakes, uh, at least 2,000 people in Nepal have died so far. Uh, That includes 17 people on Mount Everest alone. There are people hiking up there, backpacking on the mountains. Israelis typically go there after their army service to uh, hike up in the mountains and um, enjoy the scenery and clear their minds and whatever. But uh, right now there are 400 people, 400 Israelis in the country, known to be in the country, and uh, they have slowly been checking in and uh, they have been tracking them down. Uh, the Israeli Foreign Ministry has been in touch with the Kathmandu um, Chabad House that is located way up in the Himalayas, and uh, they have set up a crisis center at the Chabad House where they do have equipment and a GPS uh, uh, satellite center there with they've been they've been equipping the backpackers for the last couple of months with satellite phones to help them um be more easily tracked since they had a tragedy uh last year uh with the last avalanche in last October that's helped some but we so far they have still had trouble tracking down they have 150 Israelis still missing there are 17 dead on Mount Everest, um, and we are not sure uh, what their nationality is. The avalanches that are set off by the quakes are extremely dangerous. Tremors were also felt in Tibet, where more than a dozen people were also killed as roads and buildings collapsed. 34 people 
also died in tremors that were felt as far away as India. Um, we don't know what's going on in any of those countries. Uh, plenty of Israelis also go to India, and some go to Tibet as well. So there's a lot going on there. The State of Israel has already sent rescue and medical teams to these remote regions. The U.S. has sent similar teams as well. Um, Israel, Israel's foreign ministry is preparing to evacuate Israelis, including families with surrogate babies. Twenty-five of them so far have been uh, have been prepared for evacuation. Sources say the earthquake caused some damage to the Israeli embassy building in Kathmandu as well, and that some of the communication systems in the country were disabled by the earthquake. Um, we don't yet know if any Israelis uh, among the 2,000 lost their lives. Um, we will keep you posted one way or the other, and then you can broadcast that news. Israel's uh, foreign ministry uh, has people on the ground there. Chabad has people, of course, as you know, on the ground there. So we will keep you posted. Also abroad, World Jewish Congress President Ron Lauder uh, spoke today uh, at a ceremony in Germany to mark the 70th anniversary of the liberation of the Bergen-Belsen Nazi death camp. More than 50,000 people, 50,000 Jews perished in that camp. A little bit closer to home, terror struck Jerusalem this weekend. Three police officers were hurt after a terrorist drove a car straight into them as they walked on the sidewalk. That attack took place just after the Sabbath on the path of the Kohanim near Beit Orot on the Mount of Olives. All three officers were taken to Sharit Sedek Hospital in Jerusalem, one listed in fair condition, the other two were in good condition. The ambulances that responded to the scene did not escape unscathed either. Arabs in the area were hurling rocks at the emergency vehicles as they raced to the scene. In the same area, Arabs attacked the car carrying Jerusalem mayor near Barkat. The windshield was damaged by rocks that were being hurled at the vehicle as it passed. That did not stop Mayor Barkat, who basically ignored the attack, kept going, and got out of the car as soon as he came to the scene. Also on the Sabbath, the terrorists attacked a border guard officer in Hebron. The attackers stabbed the officer multiple times in the head, neck, and chest. A second soldier shot and killed the terrorist. The injured officer was taken to a hospital where he's listed in stable condition. On Friday night, IDF soldiers foiled an attempted terror attack by an Arab at a checkpoint between Jerusalem and Mali Adumim. The terrorist tried to stab one of the soldiers at the checkpoint. Uh, in Hebron, a second soldier um, uh, sorry, the checkpoint between Jerusalem and Mali Adumim. A second soldier shot and killed that attacker. The targeted soldier was not wounded in the attack. A bus caught fire as it was traveling Motzei Shabbat Saturday night along Highway 443. That's the old Jerusalem Tel Aviv Highway. Police say they suspect the vehicle was firebombed as it approached Jerusalem. No injuries reported in that attack. Also in Jerusalem, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and several lawmakers expressed outrage on Friday. This time, Haredi religious Jews in Jerusalem's Meir Sharim neighborhood attacked an IDF officer who had come to visit two of his men at their homes. The officer came to visit as part of a social services support function. 
Both of the soldiers come from families whose living situations are very difficult. One is a lone soldier who has no family in the country. The other one is someone who's recently lost his grandfather. The attackers smashed the back window of the officer's car. Uh, that window is made of reinforced glass to repel rocks from Arab attackers. The officer, who's from Kiryat Arba, was beaten up, and uh, he had bruises, even though he finally managed to escape. This is after he had served in Gaza himself after last summer's war against Hamas and other Arab terror groups. He later told the Hebrew-language newspaper Yediot Achronot that his attackers, who were Jews, had murder in their eyes, just like terrorists that he saw in Gaza. It's kind of hard to decide um, what the difference is between Jewish terrorists and Arab terrorists when both of them are out for your blood. In military news, Israel struck a missile depot in western Syria near the border with Lebanon. According to Arab media, the IDF also targeted a Hezbollah convoy that was carrying weapons. One of the attacks took place last Wednesday, and the other attack was launched on Saturday, on, the sh on Shabbat. It's also been discovered that Hezbollah has recently built a new airstrip in Lebanon, near the Syrian border that's pretty deep into the country. The strip can likely be used for drones produced by Iran with a range of a 1,000 miles. That places Israel within its range, along with Turkey and other countries. Such unmanned aerial vehicles uh, can reach many countries in the region, and it places Iran in a very, very powerful military position. Iran has already sent drones to fly over Israel last year and in 2010. Both were shot down by the IDF. This newest airstrip was discovered by Jane's Defense Weekly by using satellite images from Google Earth. It's located in the northern Bekaa Valley and was built between February and June of last year over a shorter pre-existing airstrip. There are also two buildings about a mile from the airstrip which can be used to store the drones according to the report. Uh, if Iran is planning to fly any of them in the next few days, there should be pretty good weather for intelligence photos, that is, if they make it past Israeli security, which I'm not convinced they're going to do. Anyway, let's go to the weather. The weather. Beautiful, sunny, spring skies in Israel for the entire week. I'm not sure what's happening in New York, but beautiful skies in Israel, seasonable temperatures. High in the mid to upper 70s to the low 90s during the day, depending on where you are in the Jewish state. Dipping into the low 60s or the high 50s at night, cool depending on where you are. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thank you so much. That's the uh, news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. A lot of uh, difficulties going on around the world uh, for Israelis in Israel and in Nepal. So we wish uh, we wish that everybody will be safe, of course, over there, and um, they will get home quickly. It's uh, eight eleven in the morning. We're going to go back to the music a cappella day as we are in our Sphera format for the next few weeks. Uh, capella music all throughout the show.
Programming continues all day long on the stream. And Nachum will be back on JM and the AM tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. bright and early. Followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. That's at 9 o'clock exclusively on the stream on Monday mornings. Don't forget to like uh, our Facebook page, please. JM Sunday on Facebook. Like that page. And while you're there, you can like Mayor's page also, the Israel Show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Here is music from uh, Lev Tahar, a cappella music, right here on JM Sunday. <laughs> Just a deaf man in the stable, and to everyone's surprise, he comes to truly chop his hand, he prays with tear-filled eyes. His son, he is the chazin, though his voice he's never heard, but he sits there enjoying every word. Watches every motion, every gesture that he makes And he stays till the very end, however long it takes And when the davening is over, he's the first to reach his son And the deaf man in the steeple says, well done now it's right before Yom Kippur In the shtibel there is fear They want to start for midday But the path is still not there Oh, the shul is filled with people As the night begins to fall But the deaf man's chair stands empty by the wall Then suddenly the chazan, he comes rushing through the door. He's wearing his white chazan's hat he's never worn before. He pauses for a moment at his father's empty chair. And quietly he wipes away a tear. And he runs up to the beamer. For there's no time left to wait And half the shoe can hear the rabbi ask How come so late? Oh, just getting ready for Yom Kippur Is all he'd say But now I'm going up to pray And when he finished davening, the rabbi asked to tell What was it he was thinking of that made him sing so well? Well, you knew my dad was deaf, he said, 
last night he passed away. It's the first time that my father's heard me pray. And he takes his place around it by the holy tolerance. And in a voice so beautiful, he begins to sing. Oh, every heart was broken. Oh, and every sober bright. From his COVID rain that Yom Kippur night. Oh, every heart was broken. Oh, and every soul burned right. From his COVID rain that Yom Kippur
my vehicle Eight, nine, gonna shine invisible No longer be the visible Born through the struggle Keep on moving through all this hustle Head up, head down through all of the bustle New York City wanna flex your muscles Not so down, look so puzzled Got around your fire through all the rubble Down to stumble and fall But my strength comes out from mad now
der Doktor ist beidig, zermäuchen Harz. Er sucht ihm dann massiv, das Fenster ist schwarz. Es ist leider, leider nicht durchzitieren, auf der Machle ist leider nicht
Sunday with Bum Bum. We heard a number of selections from them this morning. My thanks to everyone for uh, listening and joining us this morning. Much appreciated. Great programming continues all day long here on the stream, including coming up at 1 o'clock, a live remote alert. Nachum Siegel will be broadcasting live from the 5th Annual OU Jewish Communities Home and Job Relocation Fair. He'll be on from 1 to 3 with the entire crew over there. And uh, he'll be talking to a number of representatives from different communities. In uh, partnership with the OU Israel Nefesh Benefesh, it'll take place at the Metropolitan West at 639 West 46th Street in New York. So uh, you could actually go there if you're interested in looking at different, uh, finding out information about different places, different Jewish communities. And uh, that is... Um, it's going to be packed. They expect over 2,000 people there. So that is today. It is. At, it will be at 1 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time, on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, 1 to 3. And you'll be able to uh, see and hear everything that's going on over there. So we look forward to that, absolutely. It was very exciting in the past, and it sure will be today also, the OU Jewish Communities Home and Job Relocation Fair. And uh, you can you can catch it right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Again, thanks everyone for joining me this morning. We'll see you back here next week on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>